far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the home team, and just like that, to the middle of the week. It is a Wednesday, and that means we have a special guest co-host who joins us. Three consecutive Wednesdays. Dean, he's coming for your title. Man, look at him. I'm proud of him. Something about Port St. Lucie, dependability all That's what I'm talking about. Reliable, hardworking. The phenom, the baseball legend. Once upon a time, back Port St. Lucie, Treasure Coast, then went worldwide. The Rick and Keel, good to see you, man. Three, three consecutive. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. That's right. I've been well almost a month. <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> the UFC's a new king of all media and former high school classmate of one Rick and Keel, Dean Thomas. Yeah, man, it's good to be here. Yeah, of course, it's good to be anywhere. Isn't that right, Tina? Yes, it's good to be anywhere. It is. Got to remember that sometimes. It's good just to be anywhere. Big breaking news, as I'm sure everyone knows by now. It does help us in this doldrum of summer sport radio. The Cleveland Browns finally found someone to take Baker Mayfield off their hands. The Cleveland Browns found someone to take a portion of his salary as well off their hands. He, Baker Mayfield, has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. In exchange, the Panthers will give up a fourth or a fifth draft pick in the 2024 NFL draft, which doesn't sound like a whole lot. I know it's not. Uh, 4.8 million, I believe, is what it is the Panthers will pay. Just over 10 to 11 is what the Browns will pay. And the remaining 4 million, Baker Mayfield has decided to just let be taken off the books. So he's taking a pay cut to have a job somewhere. And the Browns are getting rid of the guy and paying 50 cents on the dollar of his guaranteed contract to have to do that. Who is surprised that Baker Mayfield got traded prior to somebody getting hurt in training camp? Rick Ankeel, you surprised at all? No. I Dean, think sometimes you're going to go in a different direction. Dean Thomas, surprised at all that it happened prior to training camp? Uh, No, not really. Really? Because it didn't look like anything was getting done. Didn't look like anybody really wanted them. Didn't look like the Browns found anyone. Because there's two sides, obviously. Didn't seem like anybody wanted what the Browns needed. And nobody really wanted Baker enough that it mattered. Dean, are you surprised that it got done prior to somebody getting banged up in camp? I am kind of surprised. I me too. I was expecting him to s- not go anywhere. Yeah, well, no, well, and I didn't think anyone was going to take him. And ha- again, like there was a lot of money involved, and there was no interest. Yeah, no, really but no- I remember one thing y'all said to me a long time ago. Oh. If you what are you are- doing here? Yeah, <laughs> that's what they, that's what they yeah, said. That's, that's basically, <laughs> so if, yeah, I'm like the Breaking Mayfield radio. But but basically, if you are an NFL level quarterback, that they will find a place for you, kind of right? Because there's not a lot of them around. Have you been around Baker Mayfield? I have a UFC events. Have you? Do you know who not he is? Really, no, I don't even know who he is. He is not much bigger than you. Really? And you're not much bigger than me. Right. He is not a big dude. So he's not a tall dude. He's not a big dude. Doesn't have the strongest, most accurate of arms. What he had was moxie and swagger. He was the guy that nobody wanted. Then he went to school there. Then he transferred there. And then he took the flag for Oklahoma versus or, uh, Oklahoma State and you know plugged it in the middle of the field. And he was the guy with the attitude, with the chip on his shoulder, that somehow went number one overall in the draft. But look at guys. This is four years and a month ago. And he was the number one overall pick. Baker Mayfield is the Bitcoin of quarterbacks. Once upon a time, he had tremendous value. And today, 
Not nearly enough. Not nearly much. Not nearly as close. A year ago, Bitcoin was trading for $63,000. Today, it's just over 20000 It's a fair comparison to Baker Mayfield. Bitcoin can still make a comeback. And so can Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> Don't you think that like maybe some coach out there, some team out there is thinking, we, we still see some potential in him. We can maybe turn him around. The, well, that's what the Carolina Panthers did. But the issue is, last year in the offseason, they brought in Sam Darnold, who was a number three overall pick in the New York Jets. And last season, he played some. Didn't look very good. I was wrong on him. I thought a change of scenery would be a whole new world for him. Because getting out of toxic environments, like, I don't know, Jets media, New York City, as the quarterback of the Jets, getting a chance to play in Carolina where the media is rooting for you, not against you. They're looking for the good, not the bad. I thought that may have turned him around. Sam Darnold was doomed on that Monday Night Football game when he said, while mic'd up, I'm seeing ghosts out there. If you remember that Monday night, it was a wake one or two. It was the Jets and I want to say the Saints. And while wearing the mic'd up live mic, he said, I'm seeing ghosts out there. And that was it. It was over. Didn't matter they played the rest of that year and the year after. Didn't matter. He was never the same. He was never the same because everyone reminded him, what do you mean you're seeing ghosts out there? Couldn't live past that. I've been at parties with him every year during Super Bowl week at the Wheels Up Super Saturday party. And he's always got his hands in his pockets. He's always got his thumbs sticking out. He doesn't have the body language of an NFL quarterback. He is not what they call a leader of men. Rick, you've been in that, you know, when everybody comes in to the pitcher's mound, and whether you're an infielder or the pitcher or the catcher, you know whether a guy's got it or not, believes in himself or not. Sam Darnold doesn't carry himself as a guy who ever believes that he's the man, that they're going to score, that the ball he's throwing is going to be six. Well, I think you nailed it. I mean, body language speaks volumes. Of course. Especially you're walking out to the mound and looking at a guy. And even something you just mentioned, you know, when you see what somebody is off the field, mm-hmm. a lot of times, I mean, there are times guys can change it. But in reality, like, that's who they are, right? right? And you're not going to fake it one way or the other. The, the true colors are going to run at some point. Leaders are leaders. Who is the guy that when everyone, when he says, come on, guys, let's get out of here, everyone follows? And who's the guy that says, come on, guys, let's get out of here, and no one's paying attention? <laughs> Sam Darnold's the guy with his hands in his pockets that lacks. I, I, I see him at the Super Bowl party at the, three different times, and he's golly gee shucks, and he's hands in pockets with the thumbs sticking out, and his shoulders come in, not back. His nonverbals tell you from across the room this is a maybe socially awkward but less than confident guy. Regardless, the Carolina Panthers, who have not been a real player since they went to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton 15-1 and in the 2015 season, I believe it was, 2015-2015, uh, and got defeated by the Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning, they last year took in Sam Darnold as the bust of the draft. And now they're taking in Baker Mayfield. But this is rare air. And by that I mean, this is just, I believe, the third time that a quarterback who was taken number one overall didn't spend more than four years with the team that took him. This is the third time. And that has to be humbling for him, though. Of course it is. Especially like losing four mil on the table, leaving that behind. Yeah. And, you know, feeling like maybe he didn't have a place to go but for he, a while. But, but sometimes, you know, people that, you know, need to be humbled or, are, you know, it's humbling is just not. Because... Remember, he's a guy that deflected all the criticism and took all the credit. And he's a guy that when an analyst like Rex Ryan questioned his abilities, went after Rex Ryan. He was that guy. He, he has a little bit of that, mm, doesn't apply to me. A little bit of that, yeah, well, guess what? You know, he's quick-witted, smart mouth, and kind of confident for himself. But I don't know how that plays 
um, in a situation like, well, now you're the dude that this team game up on, and they're giving a dude who might you know look like they was going to prison uh, instead two hundred thirty million dollars. <laughs> so what does that say about what they think about you, man? I mean that to me that's pretty humbling. Of course it is. <laughs> They're paying a guy a quarter billion dollars who's probably going to prison. But more than him over you. (laughs) But more than that, like like a couple months ago, I hosted that bachelor auction, right? And some of these guys were out there in the bachelor packages, you know, whatever. It's lunch there, dinner there, spa treatment, tickets to this, and whatever. And the guy thinks he's going for big money. And his shoulders are back, and his chin is up, and his arms are out, and his chest is wide open. And I'm at 700 bucks. Can I get $700? And I got to go back through. There's $400 in spa treatment. There's a hotel stay, and all of a sudden, his shoulders start to convict, and his neck comes, and his chin tucks a little bit, and he realizes, damn it, like I'm not worth nearly what I thought I was. Mm-hmm. This dude was the number one overall pick. He just got traded for a fourth or fifth rounder. Forget the fact that he had to eat four or five million dollars. Forget the fact that the team taking him said, we'll take him, but we only want to pay 25% of his salary. I mean, you factored those in. Yeah. But when you realize that, man, before they saw me play, they thought I was, someone thought I was the best player in the draft. Four years later, I mean, there's 32 teams. And there's four rounds into five rounds. I mean, do the math. That, that's what he's worth now. Your value and your worth are two different things. Don't ask me to explain it right now. But value and worth are two different things. And for Baker Mayfield, the humbling part of this is not just – damn, dude, the Browns didn't want me. Instead, they gave a quarter billion dollars to a guy who might have been going to prison for 25 years. Damn, um, I got traded to the Carolina Panthers who just brought in a guy and drafted a quarterback, so clearly I'm not their guy. Damn, they only want to pay 25%, willing to pay 25%. Damn, I had to take a 25% pay cut myself. But also, all I'm worth is a fourth or fifth round conditional pick. That's the part that's got to sting. That's the whole new chip on the shoulder, but hopefully it turns it into a positive. But to be fair, in Cleveland, he had three coaches in four years. He had four different coordinators. It, you know, it's a different language. It's a whole different scheme. Well, not necessarily a scheme, but it's a different language. It's a different offense, and he acclimated best he could. But all those State Farm commercials and all those ads that you saw with him being clever oh, and cute and funny, they're all gone. They're over with. Because nobody wants a scrub. No major advertising national brand wants the, the scrub backup guy who got traded for. That's over. That's done. Stephen A. Smith always used to say, he's got more commercials than wins. <laughs> and if you, if you added up the different commercials, it was pretty close for a couple of years. Did they go to the playoffs? Yes. Did he lead them to a win over a hated rival, Tina's team, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, they remember that first quarter, they were up 28 to nothing in that, that playoff game. Um, yes, he did. He did those things. But he did at one point have more commercials than wins. Man, if I was some of them sponsors, I'd want my money back. Well, <laughs> my money. Hey, smart turn, on his yeah, part. You, yeah, you turned out to be nothing. The deal yeah. is the deal. The contract is a contract. There'd be, you know, the funny part was there'd be shows about whether or not he was good enough to play, good enough to start, and guys would say no, and they'd go to break, and then the commercial would be him being the guy. Right. <laughs> right? So the analysts are like, he can't do it in the league. I don't think he's a starter. I don't think he's any good. We'll get more into this tomorrow here on First Take. We're back in a moment. Then the commercial comes on. It's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's even if just blasting him about having more commercials and wins. Well, that's the hard part, right, is 
One, can you can you figure out if a guy from college can come in and compete in the NFL? Because it's completely different. And you mentioned this earlier. He had three different offensive coordinators, everybody moving around, different systems that you got to try to fit in. So hopefully for him, he goes to Carolina. It's a different system that will work for him, something that can be a little bit more stable, and he can figure it out. We know he's going to get a chance to compete. They drafted a quarterback, and they have Sam Darnold. But if Sam Darnold was the guy, they wouldn't have drafted a quarterback. And they certainly wouldn't have drafted, or excuse me, traded for Baker Mayfield. So he knows he's got a chance of reclamation. He's got a chance to prove, I can do this. And not only that, can I do this? I can do this at the level. So, Browns, y'all made a mistake. And while the situation wasn't what I'm good here now, he's got a chance to play in Carolina. Clearly, it's not Darnold because if it were, they wouldn't have drafted the kid. And if it were the kid, clearly they wouldn't have traded for Baker Mayfield. Well, if he's got a real chip on his shoulder and it's legit, he should use this as motivation to prove everybody wrong. But no, that's that's how this whole thing started in the first place. He had the chip on his shoulder. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's legit, then I would be like, you know what? I know who I am. I know what I'm made of. I'm going to show them I'm better than this. There were some locker room issues with Baker Mayfield as well because he's always right and they're always wrong. It's always his credit. It's always their fault. There was some leadership. And remember, the Browns organization, before they even publicly went after Deshaun Watson, there were insiders who said, yeah, we'd like an adult at quarterback. <laughs> once, once the egg breaks in the locker room, or even with the organization, it's really hard to be somewhere when you start to feel that you're not wanted. That's hard to go out Have there you ever felt that? Show. Absolutely. Okay, so you, do you want to, if you yeah, don't want to say the organization? No, it doesn't matter. Um, my last year in St. Louis, we had a young player by the name of Kobe Rasmus that was coming up. Um you know, and you could just feel it. This was their number one draft pick. The, the writing was kind of on the wall. The way my trajectory was going at the point, I was, had a chance to become a free agent and, you know, possibly go sign for, you know, a big contract. How old were you? How old were you at that point? I'm 26, 27 at this point. Right. So, but, but you were in the bigs at like 20, though. Right. So people need to understand. Right. <clears throat> right. right. So, you know, you could see it. They got their number one pick coming. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pay pay me now, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we got a number one pick coming. It's time to move on. And that's kind of what the Cardinals do, and that's okay. Does your agent call you and say, hey, let's chat on this? Yeah. Or do you just get the sense on your own? You got, I got the sense on my own. But, I mean, you know, you could, you could see it coming. You're going through the season. You see what's happening. Um, but anyway, you just start to get that feeling. And all of a sudden, you start to feel like people are against you. And they, and they may not be. You might get a little bit, uh, feel a little paranoia, whether it's <laughs> warranted or not. But to show up every day, media manager everyone and know that your time is limited. It's hard to do that and perform. It's a business, and it's hard sometimes to remind yourself it's business. Or other times, it's easy because you're like, hey, man, none of this is personal. It's really just business. You remember the first time when you got, you know, aside from your signing bonus and aside from going to the major leagues, that you were like, you were like, damn, this is a heartless, cold, hey, man, it's always business, never personal moment. Do you remember that? I mean, you 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 watch it, um, and you can see yes. it. And you mentioned this earlier because you always feel like, well, that's not going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. Right, you see a- <laughs> it. You see it happen, guy after guy, and then all of a sudden, when it's your turn, you know, your eyes open and it goes, wow. And then you get, you know, for me, I got bitter. Um, you know, I took it personal. I wish I, I wish I wouldn't have, but it's hard not to. It's really hard not to, especially if you're an extreme competitor. If you're okay with losing, then you're not for me. If you're okay with losing, then you don't got what it takes to win at that level, to compete at that level. You got to hate losing more than you love winning. We just talked about that. We've talked about that several times in the last few days. Um, Kyrie Irving is so incredibly talented that he gets away with the other stuff. Imagine if he was as committed to winning. Imagine if he was the competitor that some of these other guys are. He'd be the greatest player on the planet, but he's missing those key components. 
that T-shirt that I used to rock. It says, talent ain't enough. Because it ain't enough. And Baker Mayfield got to where he did through hard work and being scrappy because he wasn't the most talented guy. But that chip of which Dean speaks about, it's got to be a different flavor because this past chip um, caused him to never take accountability, to never be responsible, to take the credit, to give the blame, to question anyone that questioned him. It's literally some, I mean, we talked about this last week, whether it was on the podcast, Dean, I can't remember, or it was on the air here. You have fighters that come up to you and say, you picked against me. You picked right, against me. for sure. Right. right. And you have to remind them, listen, I'm not, I'm not claiming what I want to happen. Right. This is what I believe will happen. It's your job as analyst to give that opinion. Right. So prove me wrong. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I, and I love when that happens, when I get to explain that to them, because they always feel like that I'm really against them. How am I against you? Right. It's just what it is. Right. So Baker Mayfield would forget that guys like Rex Ryan, it was their job to give an opinion, ask the question, ask the yes or no question. Is Baker Mayfield a, a top-tier starting quarterback in the league? And guys would say, no, I don't think so. hope he proves me wrong. And then he'd say, what the hell does he know? When's the last time he won a game? Yeah, see, but to me, that's more insecurity. Of course it is. So, like, yeah. when we say he's got a chip on his shoulder, that to me seems like that's just to hide his insecurities as a, as a quarterback because he probably knows he was smaller than everybody mm-hmm. and he wasn't the most talented guy, so he has to try to fake it at some point. He went from the transfer guy to the Heisman Trophy winner guy to the number one draft pick guy. So he did all those Rudy insurmountable odds things along the way. He just had a bunch of coaches, a bunch of coordinators, a situation in Cleveland, and then he got injured and he thought he was going to be a tough guy and play through it. And as a result, he had the worst career year uh, statistically with QBR percentage, et cetera. What he should have done was shut it down. But he wanted to prove that fan base, I'm a tough guy. I'm one of you. I'm a blue-collar, lunch-pail, hard-working kind of a guy. Um, that's what he wanted to prove. And instead, it worked against him because, well, he played hurt, got worse, and then here he is now being gone. But everything – when I said the term adult earlier, Rick, you understand. The Browns, that wasn't loose. That was a quote. Yep. Someone <clears throat> in the front office of the Browns explained that we would like an adult at the quarterback position. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's taking a direct shot. At that's, I was about to say, that's pretty cold. Yeah, of that's course. It is. But that's when you know that the relationship is irreparable. It is not going to be fixed. There's no repair on that. It is reconcilable. These differences. When the organization says we'd like an adult, and that's why last week when Baker Mayfield was asked about the possibility, because he goes to Oklahoma, and does that camp with kids, um, was asked about the possibility of him returning to Cleveland. You know, he he smiled. He kind of laughed, and he said, "Yeah." That, you know, we've both kind of decided, you know, go different directions and zero chance in which he made it pretty clear that that wasn't going to happen. It's not a surprise to him. It's not a surprise. I'm just curious what's going to wind up being, um, you know, worse for the Browns, whether it was drafting Baker Mayfield number one, which can't fix now, or giving Deshaun Watson $230 million guaranteed, <laughs> which in time, let's give it four years because that's what we had for May- Baker. So let's give it four years for. To Sean, if well, he's lucky if he gets four years, and I don't mean in prison. Yeah. I mean on the, <laughs> with the I'm just saying, Browns. like I don't know how that could. I don't. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around a, a way when that situation could turn out favorable for him. For 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 who? Deshaun Watson. For Deshaun Watson. What, what do you mean? I just I don't know. Twenty thirty million dollars guaranteed. I know, but I'm just I can't saying, think of a situation where it's not favorable. No, I'm just saying. I just I feel like something something really is going to come bad. It's going to happen to him. Like. Another girl's going to come out, and it's going to be well, something like that. It's not too late for yeah. criminal charges right. still because there could be other accusers with other evidence in other counties that say, hold on a second, I got something. 
That's what I'm saying. I, I've been encouraged to come tell the truth. I don't blame the women that say, I'm not going forward. I'm not subjecting myself to that. I'm not being talked about on sports radio and people posting my picture on Instagram and people saying that, you know, she should be grateful that somebody hit on her. I'm not, po- I'm not you know, this, this society in which because of sports and winning and rooting for celebrities, um, we discount these people, these accusers, uh, these oftentimes proven to be victims. If it was your sister, if it was your daughter, you treat it different. For sure. The girl that cried that first came out at the press conference, uh, Ashley Solis, I believe her name is. We, got, we watched it in studio. Mm-hmm. We watched it. We listened to her. We watched her. We watched her nonverbals. And she got super choked up talking about how much this whole thing hurt her dad as a huge Houston Texans fan and a fan of Deshaun Watson. And how disappointed he was. We forget. Um, but there could be, Dean, someone still that's got evidence, that's got allegations, charges still could. Just because those grand juries didn't for those accusers with the civil suits doesn't mean it's not still coming. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like... And I kind of hope it the does. Way, the way karma works and the way the universe works is coming back. And then the Browns find a way through the league to challenge that $230 million and they say, yeah, we're not paying you. Because yeah. no matter what, still, we're, we're still not paying you. Um, which is going to prove, do you think, to be worse for the Browns, having drafted Baker number one overall or giving Watson $230 million guaranteed? Dean, which will prove to be worse? Giving Watson... Two hundred thirty million. Because what will happen? Because I feel like something something bad is about to come. With, I just feel with it. criminal feel stuff. With criminal stuff. Rick and Keel. My gut. What do you think? I, I'm going with your the rookie end. deal was two hundred thirty million, wasn't it? Shoot. <laughs> I don't think I'd be sitting here. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you mean you wouldn't be sitting? No, here? I'm just kidding. It's, uh, I, I think it's I, I think Deshaun Watson, and I think because there's multiple things that can happen. It's best a backlash from the media side of things for yeah. the Browns. Um, Rick's and Keel's point again. Wednesday guest co-host joining us, Rick and Keel. He, on behalf of all dry services, take care of your water restoration and such, particularly in the Treasure Coast. Nobody in here needs to be here except for me. Uh, no one in here needs to be. Everyone else in here has real jobs except for me. Yeah, I, I do. I do need to be here, so I'm I'm here because I just I need to get anywhere else to be. Um, Deshaun Watson is not the fit for if if. <laughs> The reality is Deshaun Watson had been a lot better off going to a city in a market like Atlanta and a fan base like that of the Atlanta Falcons than these Cleveland Browns that are those white people that Dave Chappelle speaks of, the yep. dusty whites yep. of Ohio. Yep. Remember when he said he was in line to vote? Dusty white people. The dusty white people. And he said that uh, these dusty poor white folk yeah. were saying to him that they were voting for Trump because uh, he's for them. Yeah. And then Chappelle's like, no, he's not for me. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you dummies. <laughs> that region of the country, that fan base that just had this situation. And some of them believe that Baker was still the guy. In Atlanta, there's not a whole like, no, no, that's still our guy. There's not that. Atlanta obviously an urban market, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit more, we understand allegations of false allegations. We understand folks looking for money. We understand, we understand that. Um, He in Cleveland already has a lot of folks that are like, okay, quarter billion dollar baby. You better do magic. Yeah, for sure. You better work magic. Especially if he does play and he doesn't play well. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Of course, yeah. because it's the richest deal in history with the most guaranteed money in history to a guy with all those allegations. Forget the fact that he's the super paid black guy in Ohio, because, okay, it's all those allegations that come with. It's all the stuff those people want to look past or forget about or forgive because they were excited to get the guy 
But if something goes wrong, all of a sudden, they start throwing around the R word. This rapist out here. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, the potential for something bad to happen for him, it's just too too great. I think what Baker Mayfield, like, I think Baker Mayfield might be at his lowest kind of at this point. But But for the Browns, they won some games. They're better off now than they were when they drafted him. They went to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. I mean, don't forget, when they took him, they had won zero games out of 16. They had a winless season. Right. So, if you can get 10 wins after two years earlier, no wins, okay, you did pretty good. The Baker Mayfield situation, as much as you think it's a failure or disaster, wasn't that bad for the Browns. It was worse for Baker Mayfield because he went from being the number one player to, do the math, 32 times four and a half. You know? I mean, 100 and what? 42nd best? Where I mean... What will that pick be? If it's a fourth or fifth, it's in that range between the 130s, 140s. That, that's what they got for Baker Mayfield. Whew. That's what I'm saying. Value that's versus a blow to his, That's got to be a blow to his ego. And that's why he's, But that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like he should be able to bounce back and like, you know what? I'm going to work harder in the offseason. I'm coming back. I'm going to show these people what's up. That's why I call him Bitcoin uh, yeah. Mayfield. Because it was high, and then right now it's low, but there's always the chance for the huge comeback to be even greater than it was before, right? Got it. There you have it. Brightline wants to remind all Marlins fans, you can make your next game a home run by taking the Brightline home runner train, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, to Miami Central. It now includes free direct shuttle service right there to Lone Depot Park. Catch the game, you can upgrade to Brightline's premium service. Pre-game on the train, free drinks and snacks along the way, including adult beverages. Brightline's home runner train, the ultimate fan experience. Skip traffic, skip parking, stay to the last pitch. Book now at GoBrightline.com. Just download the free Brightline app. Or go to GoBrightline.com. Remember, Brightline is the best way to get to your favorite events in South Florida. Dump the pump this summer. Avoid high prices at the pump. Travel, excuse me, travel in comfort. Brightline, a fair starting at just 10 bucks. GoBrightline.com, GoBrightline.com. Rick and Keel, Wednesday co-host continues his incredible streak of three consecutive. Dean Thomas is here. All, all We're all here. Middle of summer. That's strange. I know. Won't happen next week. Next Wednesday, I'll be doing this show from upstate New York, uh, the site of my nephew's stag party, rehearsal dinner, and then wedding. My nephew's getting married uh, Geneva? in Geneva. Well, he's getting married in Canadagua, New York. But yes, in Geneva, New York. Canadagua. Yes, that's the name of the town over. They're all Native American. Uh, yeah, so yes. that has to be like yes, Native American. Aranda Croy, yeah, these are all because yeah. it's Native American land. This is the home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and team. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. We are delivered by Brightline. It is JC and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. And on Wednesdays, that includes former Major League Baseball star Rick Ankiel, local product, local legend, the Phenom, who appears courtesy of All Dry Services, a professional mold and water remediation company serving homes and business owners from West Palm through Vero, and in Rick's case, focusing on the Treasure Coast. The website you should check out is... Waterandmoldhelp.com. Waterandmoldhelp.com. A reminder that John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning, is now taking on plumbing as well. 
That's right. The Cassidy Care Program has saved time, money, and aggravation for your AC. Also, now you can apply for your plumbing needs, immediate and otherwise. Get a recommend. Get your recommendations. Get a full inspection from John C. Cassidy's vetted background check trained professionals. Remember, they answer the phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. A live pro management professional answers the phone. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. For John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning, and now in plumbing. We were talking the first segment about Baker Mayfield being traded to the Carolina Panthers and the idea of um, Rick realizing that his days in, in St. Louis may have been coming to an end. Um, what wound up happening in that situation? You wound up going where instead? I ended up signing with the Royals in the in the off in the off season as a free agent, but mm-hmm. um, still, you know, you, you end up taking it personal. Now that I've been through it, I didn't after that. But at the time and at this time too, I've been with the Cardinals for twelve years straight. Wow! So you feel like you know I'm in the nest. I'm never leaving. You know, this is home. I'm and a lifer. You see, you see the writing on the wall, and uh, all of a sudden it happens to you. You always think you're not going to be that guy, but it happens. And so we were talking about business, just a business, and further proof of that, Dean, who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Um. Who's the, who's, the goat? who's the goat? Doug Williams. Who's the goat? Oh, uh, Brady, uh, Brady. Yes. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tina, what's his name? Tom Brady. I should have asked you first. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Probably. Tom Brady. <laughs> um, even Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, they, they they tried to get rid of Tom Brady. Even Tom Brady. And the Patriots yeah. weren't willing to go all in on. Yeah. Well, head coach Bill Belichick wasn't willing to go all, to give him what he wanted to be, to stay, to know. And so Brady said, I'll see you later. What happened when he left? Went out and won a Super Bowl. The very next year. Mm-hmm. With he was like, I'll team. show you. In a whole new division, whole new conference. Rick's nodding over here because you know. That's yeah. right. And that's what Baker yeah. Mayfield, Baker Mayfield going to win a Super Bowl this year. The point is, if you're willing to uh, to say to Tom Brady, like, listen, man, it's just business. Um, you're willing to tell Rick Ankeel, 12 years of the organization, listen, it's just business. With Baker Mayfield, it was clearly a case of, listen, man, this is personal. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it's yeah. just business. It's about your attitude. Well, Get so, out of here. So we're not going to lie to you. It's not just business. Yeah. Most of it is business, but a lot of it is also personal. <laughs> yeah. It's you. You mentioned Super Bowl this year. Um, we have, Juwan is one of our interns at ESPN West Palm this summer, and he's producing the show today. He actually, uh, Tina's running the board. Yeah, but he's he produced the but show? he's producing the show. That's cool. Because, you know, producers come up with that stuff. Yeah. Juwan just came through with DraftKings line movement, Carolina Panthers, before and after acquiring Baker Mayfield today. To win the Super Bowl, um, they went from plus 100, well, <laughs> plus 13,000 to state it plus 13,000. From the NFC, they went from plus 6,000 to still plus 6,000. No movement, no change. But to win the NFC South, finally some line movement. Plus 1,200 to plus 1,000. So the sports book in no way changed the odds to win the Super Bowl. Meaning it's like Baker Mayfield's here. We got to give him shorter odds. They get a better chance now to win the NFC where there's 16 teams. We got to give him better odds, you know. We got to give him less of a number. We got to bring that down from plus six thousand, make it fifty five hundred. The only area it changed was from plus twelve hundred to win the the division, you know, the AFC, the NFC South, where they got to beat Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. It went from plus twelve hundred to plus one thousand. For those that don't know what the pluses mean, it's based on a hundred bucks. So say Dean Thomas is right. If he's right, I'll retire. <laughs> if, if the Panthers win the Super Bowl, if the Panthers win the Super Bowl this year, I will retire. Because yes. it means a hundred bucks wins you thirteen thousand dollars. Hundred bucks when you thirteen thousand. That were the case. 
But for them just to win the South, meaning that, all right, you know, the Bucks weren't the same, and Saints really didn't sort it out, and the Falcons are a mess anyway, uh, 100 bucks is now going to get you 1000 But four hours ago, it got you 1200 That's the key, crucial information. So that's what he came up with, Juwan. That's what Juwan came to, from DraftKings Sportsbook. Because you should have saw him over there. He was over there like a nerd on the computer. Like, <laughs> it's called research and, so, and producing <laughs> yeah. and information. I was like, man, what is he working on all focused? He, well, <laughs> he's over there proving his worth. I get it. Um, you should probably try and do the same at some point during the show. <laughs> I know. Everyone has a different word. I know. Yours isn't that. Mine is mine definitely ain't that. This I is, can't I can't do that. This is your I, yeah, strength. Is, yeah, I, I I can't like do research and stuff. I'm this not is, good at that. This is your strength. All right, good. Rick and Keel, our Wednesday home team co host, is with us and he had himself a little bit of uh parking lot drama over the fourth of July holiday weekend. And uh, shall I say, fireworks ensued. Um, (laughs) Rick is going to explain with all the details and paint the picture and a little bit of drama what happened with his parking lot drama over the 4th of July. or It was before the 4th of July holiday weekend. It was July 3rd. Yeah, it was July 3rd. All right, so there you go. It was uh, the weekend thereof. Um, And again, fireworks ensued. That's not misleading. That's the most literal tease I've ever given. (laughs) Rick, what happened? Uh, well, July 3rd, so I'm heading over to Sky King, where I want to get the kids some fireworks, be a good dad, so I'm in there having fun, probably yeah. bought a little bit too many, but anyway, come out, feeling the flow. Um, went to pull out where I'm going to pull onto the highway now. There's a car in front of me, mm-hmm. and they started to roll forward, so I thought, all right, good, we're going. Well, I look left, left to look at the oncoming traffic. You're making a right-hand turn. Making a right-hand turn, yep. right? Foot comes off the brake before I even look back, Boom! Just tapped into the bumper. They oh. didn't go. They hit the brakes. They you tapped me. You tap. Uh. You tap the guy right in front of you. A little love tap. All right, a little bit of love yeah, tap. Yeah. The, yeah. But, <laughs> so but he, his car's yeah. total. So he, this car's total. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to put. What kind of car was it? Yeah. So I'm in a lifted truck, right? And they're in a course little Corolla. Of course, they're of course little, you are. They're in a little Corolla or roll something. Car. So I was almost sitting in their living room yeah. by the time <laughs> I was done. Yeah. So they they put the car in park, mm-hmm. and then you tell the boys like, hold on, sit tight. Yep, sit tight. Let me deal with this. So the, the awkwardness of going out there and hey, I apologize. I thought you were gonna go, and it's July. You know, it's about to be. July. I'm Rick. So, that's Beat so it. awkward. Yeah. yeah, so awkward. Yeah. Um. So what did that person say to you? You know what? It was the. It was actually a, a great, a, a great experience when it comes to that, right? Because they could get out and yell, be mad, but they weren't. It was kind. Of, I was like, hey, I'm so sorry, and I know this is going to be. You know, I'm taking up some of your time. It's July third. I know you're trying to enjoy July fourth. Um, but the situation was handled politely, and uh, it went about as smooth as it could go. All right. So there was no raised voices. There was no, I can't no. believe you did this. There was no major damage. No. But he I gave an autographed baseball and was like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> I didn't have any in the car. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> he gave him an autographed baseball. I was like, take off. <laughs> yeah, here you go. <laughs> Handed him a bag full yeah, of fireworks. Yeah, here, here's yeah, some extra yeah, fireworks. Yeah. Here's, your, tr- here's yeah. for your trouble. Um, but then fireworks did ensue, though. That's true. When you yeah. got home, yeah, <laughs> not in the parking lot. Not in the parking lot, but yeah. my tease is literal. Yeah, like I said, literally yeah. literal. What should Rick have done um, in that spot? What should he exactly what he did do? What should he have done, Dean Thomas? I would have pulled the old. Do you know who I am? No, oh, you wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. Shut no. up. No, no, if no you, he did. If you he were him, right you would have. Yeah, if I was him, oh yeah. yeah. No, but he did the right thing. He did the right thing. Because I'm thinking that you should have grabbed a bat and got out the car and said, <laughs> is, there, is there an issue? Is there a problem here? <laughs> is there a problem here, fellow motorist? Yeah, look at, it. Look at my swing, boy. <laughs> is, there, is there an issue with, over here, motorist? Uh, <laughs> Tina, what should Rick and Kill have done in that spot? No, 
no, I think he did the right thing. And it's definitely really awkward when you get, like, I was in an accident when I was hit. Like, it was very awkward for me getting out of my car to, like, just acknowledge the situation. But, yeah. no, I think he did the right thing. Yeah. And but, at least the person was really polite, and they were cool with it, even on the holiday weekend. Did you at least try to blame them for stopping in front of you? No, I just explained my situation. Uh, and just, I introduced myself as, as Rick, by the yeah. way. I didn't even say my last name. So um, <laughs> Smart. But, uh, no, it was great. They were like, look, nobody's hurt. This, is, this isn't a big deal. I said, I appreciate your positive attitude. I love that. One time I was motoring my old, this was years ago. I had a little drop top, a little two-seater sport coupe drop top, and I drove the hell out of this. I mean, I drove 100,000 miles on it, never replaced the clutch, never replaced the brake pads, ne- just drove it. Literally, the only thing I replaced was like old used tires on it and a new battery. <laughs> 100,000 plus miles. You remember that whip? Yeah, I remember drop that top yeah, I, I that. beat the hell out of it. It was American made too, which is amazing. So I was proud of America for that. Thank you, America. General Motors. And um, this woman at, at the stoplight on Martin Downs Highway in Palm City, the road kind of goes straight for a bit. And then there's a stoplight and there's a Walgreens Plaza to the right. And then it just winds a little bit to the left. And the woman must not have been paying attention because the stoplight, she, she hit me from behind. Boom. So I, the traffic starts to move. And so she pulls up alongside and she's a Hispanic Latina woman and her eyes are huge and her nonverbals say, oh, bleep. And so I, he was like, La Migra. the traffic starts moving. She looks across. So I point ahead, ahead like this. And so I start going up like that to pull over. And when I do, she just jets off. Because <laughs> she knew. Because she, she was illegal. That's what I was about hell. to say. That's what I was saying. Is hell. And jetted right toward the Palm City Turnpike entrance. <laughs> right there. And so I, you know, obviously there's no damage, nothing. But you got to just cover your bases. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, ah. So I was kind of proud of her for, you know, letting me go ahead. Like that, and then her, and then her, and, final, her, and then her, her taking off. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was proud of her. Yeah, you had to be. One time I her was, effort. Get, yeah, because you know, <laughs> great effort. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, right. Rick's been there. You've been there. I've been there. Tina, Tina's not probably not really that. Well, drunk Tina's a little bit more like I'll beat the system. Yeah, like I'll scam, scheme. <laughs> I'm a little more of a criminal. But the, us three, we know like here's how you get out of that situation. Yeah, and she and she pretended like she was gonna pull over, and then she <laughs> took off, and I was like. Fly. <laughs> yeah, like, fly. <laughs> she was scared. Her face was scared. Oh, clearly, See, I would have been. I would have felt bad for her. Clearly, she God. she didn't look like she had warrants. Yeah. She, based on her facial expression, she looked like, uh oh, yeah, like I'm in trouble here. Not right. not like angry, but like, oh no. But at that same turnpike entrance in Palm City, Martin Downs Boulevard, um, there's like one little lane to enter the turnpike, and I think there's one or two to exit it. One time, I was getting on the turnpike there. And uh, the gate was down, and there was a car at the gate, and three dudes that looked Hispanic, Latino, were sprinting out of the car. The doors were open, the gate was down, and they were sprinting down the highway toward the 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, no. Because they were on the run. They either didn't have the money for the toll, something went, something went sideways, and, and they, just they, bounced. they abandoned the car at the turnpike. <sighs> At the gate where you pay 60 cents because you came from Jupiter. Man, like, how bad have things got to be to abandon the car? Well, I'd like to see what was in the car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> if you're they're, abandoning the car, yeah, that'd be got, something in the there car. There could be that, or there could be a case of, you know, when you don't have money for the toll, they need your license and information, right? Because you're like, all right, you know, the money for it, it's fine. They take it. And they may say, license. These guys are like, man, you no license. Yeah. Isn't Ping. that where you just keep driving? On delay. The gate is down. Ah. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Okay. Again, the car was at the gate was down. The, it was when there's toll workers. Yeah. The, I don't think now it's all automated. Yeah, everything's automated. Now it's, right. Yeah, toll by plate. This is when dude sat there with Hawaiian shirts. Right. And the gate was down, and three of the car doors were open. 
passenger side, driver side, rear passenger side. And there were three dudes that were running for the border. <laughs> and by border, I mean Seven yeah. Eleven yeah. or the woods <laughs> somewhere, around somewhere, there. huh? And they abandoned the car. Oh, that is messed up. And I was proud of them too. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I rolled my window down. I was like, "Go, go, <laughs> freedom, <laughs> go!" Uh, Rick, remind the folks of All Draw Services, the professional mold and water remediation company, serving home and business owners from West Palm to Vero, twenty-four-seven on-call service to help you. Customer service. The reason you got involved with this. You learn from Bobby Cox and Tony LaRussa, team mentality and how to approach getting stuff done together. You could have decided to work with anybody or nobody, and you chose to involve yourself with All Dry because I did. Um, because one, I knew I could help the community. Um, you know, to get involved uh, in a business like this, I had a, a friend of mine that had a situation didn't go right where we knew. Um, you know, once I started talking, it's to always the right a reason. People, that's right. I knew that I could come in and uh, do things the right way and help people out. So I seen a chance to not only help the community, uh, but do things the right way and and pass on the skill sets and leadership skills that I learned from Bobby Cox and Tony Russo. So Locally owned and operated. Make sure you get all-star treatment on a local level. Uh, water and mold. Listen, this is important because this will destroy your house, your biggest investment of your life. Take care of your business. Uh, Rick, what's the website for folks on the Treasure Coast to hit to get taken care of? Waterandmoldhelp.com. Waterandmoldhelp.com. Perfect. Rick's with us for one more segment, and then we'll roll into the cocktail hour. Coming up, some of you people are being lazy about what? And it is bothering Dean Thomas big time. He's going to tell you what you people need to stop being so lazy about. Mm -hmm. Next, it is the home team on ESPN 1063. Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Dean Thomas has had about enough of you people. Thinks you're lazy. You're not considerate towards others. Got an issue with it. I got an issue. And normally doesn't have issue with people. Unless you're a baby on a plane. <laughs> and he's got an That's issue true. with That's every true. time. And the parents. And the parents. Yeah. Should be a soundproof chamber, but, like I talked about. I, I, and I never really had an issue with the parents until Ken Levicka started defending them with the crying baby. Yeah, with the crying baby. Oh, I gotta take them. Yeah, no, you don't. Uh, there was a bunch of crying babies on uh, Spirit. H- how's this for a Vegas trip? Out there on Frontier, back on Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I got the worst of both worlds. You sure did. Sounds ballsy. <laughs> for real. For real. I'm 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 trying to get a there to be a passenger fight club. I want the people of uh, Spirit to fight the people of Frontier, and whatever passengers win those individual bouts, they get half off their next flight home from prison. I think Spirit would take them, man. I think because Frontier they got too much, pretty sketchy. Nah, but Spirit got too much experience. That's, yeah, that's they've true. been fighting for Very a long true. time. All right, Dean Thomas, remind the folks about the great stuff from Kaiser University. Let me tell you, it's another full season of championships for the Seahawks, the men and women swim team. They were the best of the best in the pool this year. The men make it four straight NAIA national championships. And shout out to Coach Adam Epstein, taking home National Coach of the Year honors. And Alberto Garcia Marcos winning Swimmer of the Year. Coach Epstein also led the Seahawks women's swim team to their first ever national championships as well as 33 All-Americans. But you can get the latest on Seahawk athletics. Check them out on the web, KUSeahawks.com. That's KUSeahawks.com. And remember, 
ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. Shout out to my former co-worker over at Real Radio who is coming back to the market to be the programming boss. And he's going to exact revenge upon a couple people that remain with the company. <laughs> Wait and see. And where? <laughs> at the former company that I used oh, to work really? for. Oh, really? No kidding. Yeah. He was one of my... He started as an intern uh-huh. on the Love Docs. No kidding. Yeah. And he's coming back to... He's coming back to be the programming boss for all the stations. No way. And he's going to make some of these people pay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait and see. That is, I'm, I'm excited. That for is him. a mess. I'm proud of him because he came from intern on that radio show to now uh-huh. being the programming boss for all the shows and all the stations in the market for that company. No way. I How's I was that in, for a company? Yeah, that's talk. Yeah, it's 20 years. That's that's like uh, from the office. Here's the Ryan from the office, ain't it? Well, he was loosely. Yes, <laughs> very loose, very loosely. loosely. Very very loosely. Uh, Dean Thomas, you got a problem? People being lazy about what? Man, what I don't like is when people wear masks and they get. First off, do they get when they don't talk loud enough? Okay, so it's not that they're wearing a mask. No, I don't care. Like it's that they. they I've been thinking about wearing a mask too, so I can hide. They mumble, especially when I travel. They mumble. They but talk. But they mumble. They mumble. They talk soft, and then they look at you like you were the problem. Because like they're, they're like you were supposed to be able to understand them. Right, Rick. You were bringing up a good point. Um, you and I have hearing loss, and with masks on. It's it's very hard sometimes for us because we rely a little bit on reading lips. I have trouble too, and I find myself trying to fight back. I almost feel like I'm rude sometimes. I'm like, ma'am, I'm sorry, I don't understand you, and they're still mumbling. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I still can't understand you because I can't read your lips. I can't hear. I know, you. like I can't yeah. understand what you're saying, and yeah. then they look at you like, <sighs> I'm like, yeah. with, with a mask on, you you do have to remember to enunciate more clearly and to speak more loudly. Yes, people need to just remember that is all. I don't, I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. Just, you know, take the initiative, you know, wear a mask, do whatever you want. I don't care course, what you do. Of course. But if you're trying to talk to somebody, it's all about communicating. Make sure that they can get it. Right. The message has to be received for there yes. to be communication. Right. Otherwise, just sound. Right. And then don't be mad at the other person because they don't. As if like, because again, like you said, like you look you you look at the at the face yeah. when somebody's talking. Read so lips. You can read the lips. Yeah. Rick and I rely on it. I'll say it again. Pandemic was a huge opportunity missed by terrible ventriloquists. <laughs> if you're a bad ventriloquist, man, you had a good year and a half. You could have been killing it. <laughs> Rick and Keel. See you next Wednesday. Thanks, brother. That'll, Pre- be, that'll be four in a row next week. Four in a row. Hey. I won't be here. Actually, it'll be three in a row. It'll be four for you. Yeah. Be zero for me. Look at him. Uh, cocktail hour next. It's the home team on ESPN 1063.